0: Hello and welcome! It's Motivational Monday by Jim and Lucy, and today's special guest have special skill set, and he knows how to help you to work only four days a week. That's impressive, and he also knows a lot about technology mindfulness. Welcome! It's Rob
1: Kreczak. Hello, Rob.
2: Hi, guys! Thank you so much for having me on. Really grateful for the opportunity to chat today.
1: Well, we're we are delighted. Your background is going to help countless people on today's podcast.
0: Thank you for joining us. So tell us more, technology mindfulness. What is it and why do we need it?
2: Yeah, so I think what's happening to a lot of people today is that they're becoming overwhelmed with technology. I kind of call it tech overload or technology overload. And, you know, it's just that we have so many things going on. We have a million different ways to communicate, tons of notifications. We have multiple smartphones, computers, laptops, and there's just so much going on in these digital worlds that it's hard for us to manage all that stuff. It's hard for us to understand where our communication is going and it's hard for us to, um, I guess, relax or detach from those things. And so, um, to me, technology mindfulness is having awareness of using technology in a way that makes your life easier instead of making it harder.
0: Well, it is important. Yes, yes I can see the point. We constantly bombarded with all the messages and the uh, offers use this, use that. And then you end up looking at it, and it's just, whoa, too much even to go through. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and and that's kind of, you know, the name of my company is Humans First, and I named it that because in America, at least, the average, and this is a a statistic from before COVID, so you can't say that COVID impacted this, in America, the average person spends 12 hours and 21 minutes a day in front of screens and media. In other words, Mm -hmm. we're spending three quarters of our waking lives seven days a week in front of technology. And that's just not how humans were meant or designed to be. You know, the, the thing in our lives that gives us the most meaning and purpose and joy is connecting with and being with other people. And so that's why my company is called Humans First. It's a reminder that we are here to be with humans first and foremost in our lives, not with technology.
1: Well, I, I think it's really wonderful because uh, the it seems like we're leaning, we've always, always have been leaning towards AI. And, and I wonder how much dependent we would become on it. Oh, this is cool. Oh, it knows this. Lucy was showing me today of something uh, on Amazon, knowing her size, she opened it and they knew the size of clothes that were going to fit her just right. Mm. And now how do we disconnect from that? Uh,
2: how can it helpfully? Yeah, well, I just want to be clear to to you guys and the listeners that I'm not anti technology. I consider myself a nerd, right? And I, nerds love technology. I'm not anti technology. I'm pro humanity, and yes. so I do think there's plenty of things that that technology does that are good for us, right? They it allows us to communicate. It allows us to process data faster. It allows us to you know do tons of things that we wouldn't normally be able to do. But that's why I you know I I think of this. Uh, a technology mindfulness as a balance. And that balance is different for each individual. For instance, I might be more comfortable with using technology in a bunch of different ways in my life and you guys might not be as comfortable and that's totally okay. So my, the, the goal of my company is to educate people and help them bring awareness to the ways that they might be using technology that doesn't serve them well. And then they can decide how they wanna change their behavior or change their life based on that information. Excellent, excellent.
0: So the next question, I think that our listeners, are can't wait for me to ask you. Four-day work week. It sounds like a dream. Friday's off. Okay, <laughs> finally. So first of all, does it come from the company or from the employee?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think that the most astute owners and managers will, will, will come up with this idea first. I think that you know, in America, we're just starting to realize that this is a—you know—this is something that's possible. Um, but for instance, over in Europe, you know, Four Day Week Global is a nonprofit global com- uh, global organization that helps companies transition to a four-day work week. They opened up a pilot in the U.K. and said, "Hey, you know, we're going to take a handful of companies and do this transition transition to a four-day work week." In just one week's time, they had over 700 companies apply to this pilot. It's incredible. And so in America, less than 1% of U.S. companies are offering a four-day work week. But what I think is going to happen is in the next 10 to 15 years, it's going to become the standard. It's going to become the norm. And so if a company adopts this today, well, what what does that do? Not only does it lower turnover and can actually increase profit per employee, as seen by uh, a couple very prominent companies that have done this. But the other thing is, it, think about what that does to your ability to attract and retain talent. Now, you have this incredible employee benefit that everyone wants, and less than 1% of U.S. companies offer. Well, you're going to be able to attract the very, very top um, employees in your industry. And then what does that do to the value of your company? Why well, That could be a 2 or 3 a 5x increase in the value of your company, because every single employee at your company is going to be an amazing employee when you offer this incredible benefit.
1: Now that is actually perfect because now you're talking about a higher level of thinking, another level of consciousness now, rather than using a stick in the carrot approach. Now your employees become evangelists, ambassadors. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now the leader becomes an evangelical leader, someone that's mm-hmm. hurrying the employees, and the employee employees can't wait to go back and tell their friends their even at the supermarket or wherever they meet someone about how great a company it is to work because this culture is magnificent. I really feel like I'm part of the family.
2: Mm-hmm. It saves yeah. money. It's going to save money eventually in the company as well. It is. I mean, and, and that's what, you know, a, a couple of the main objections, right? When I talk talked to people about the four-day work week, the first one is, well, how could I possibly get four days of work done or five days of work done in four days? And then the second objection is, well, how could I, you know, uh, my clients expect me to be available for five days. So like, how can I get around that? And I'll address the client issue first. You know, let's say you have a team of 10 people and they all do the same thing. Well, you could do is simply split that team into two groups. Let's call it group one and group two. When group one works, they're uh, staffed Monday through Thursday, and group two is staffed Tuesday through Friday. So then each person only works four days a week individually, and then the whole group as a whole, though, covers the clients for five days a week. So it's pretty straightforward. But the other thing is, well, how do you accomplish five days of work in four days? And this is where, you know, there's a, this is a little bit more of the kind of secret sauce of the company and, and what, you know, the result of all my research, but basically... In in today, uh, the average white collar worker spends, uh, sends and receives 126 emails per day. That's about four hours of time if they're spending just two minutes per email. Well, then you couple in a couple, uh, you know, a couple hours of meetings. And so now you have, you know, between email and meetings, you're at six hours a day of other stuff. And then that leaves you just two hours a day to do your job. Like that's crazy. No, not most people can't do their job in two hours. And so the system relies on or is centered around reducing email volume and reducing meetings and allowing people to focus on what matters most, the thing that generates the most value for the company so that they can be effective at their jobs and then go home a day early each week. Yes.
0: (laughs) Just like the newest trends I just heard about last week myself, uh, seven minute meeting limit. Uh, so it's yeah. just, just bullet point. That's it. And we're done.
2: <laughs> I love <laughs> it. Uh-huh. It's
0: great. <laughs> so Rob, next question then. How about those of us who are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, work for ourselves? Sometimes it's one person. Sometimes there are a couple more people hired for um, limited, uh, like uh, part-time for the same business. How can we arrange, entrepreneurs can arrange the time in order to work four days a week
2: yeah so i i don't really think the the techniques are any different for an entrepreneur versus another person and i actually think that entrepreneurs are in an, an even better situation to re, you know to i say structure their life in a way that allows them to work four days a week because they call the shots right like the entrepreneur is usually the ceo and they're you know able to do whatever it is they want um I think one of the main things that is absent in almost every company that I talk to, which is really critical, is a written standards of communication or written set of communication guidelines. They're the same thing. And let me just give you an example. So here's what something like that might read like. For instance, it would say something like, uh, we expect that all business communication will happen between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. local time. We expect that emails are to be used for external uh, uh, communication and they're to be returned once every 24 business hours. We expect that Slack will be used for internal communication and all Slack messages will be responded to within three business hours. And anything that requires more than three hours of urgency will be a Slack phone call and those will be returned as soon as possible. And so imagine if you communicated all this information to all your employees, as well as your clients, Now, all of a sudden, instead of everyone guessing how and when and how often they need to communicate, it's super clear. And what happens is now because I don't have to feel chained to my email or my Slack anymore, I can, you know, not check those for an hour, let's say, and focus on something and do high quality work. And still be and have the psychological freedom to do that, it completely changes how I do my job, completely changes it. And so that simple thing, uh, you know, that almost no company is doing is r- really a game changer. And, and that's, I think, where a lot of it starts. Like that has to be in pr- in place for a lot of these other initiatives to to take action or to be to be possible. Well said.
0: Well, that's impressive. I think every one of our listeners would now impressed and thinking, oh, I'm going to start doing it now. <laughs> Not just taking <laughs> Friday off because I said so, but I can arrange it smarter. And there mm-hmm. is a way. Yes. That's great. So our dear listeners, please uh, go to Rob's website, work with him. It's humansfirst.us. You can find a link in the description to this episode. Wow, that's impressive. Everybody wants Friday fork. work four-day work week so we do (laughs) yes but not everyone knows what to do about it
1: and we want to do it so we don't have to feel guilty that i left something on the desk that i should have i should have done everything is always i should have done we feel Mm -hmm. guilty
2: yeah i mean we you want to have you want to give the employees the psychological freedom to be with their family and do whatever it is they enjoy in life like they deserve that but it's also freeing for you as an executive because then you don't have to feel guilty that you're making people work at all hours of the day, which isn't sustainable. Um, yes. And what? One other thing that I just wanted to share um, with your listeners is I wanted to give everyone a free 30-minute technology mindfulness consultation call with me. So all listeners need to do to redeem that is just email me. My email address is rob, R-O-B, at Just put this um, th- this podcast in the subject line, and I'm happy to uh, set up a half-an-hour call to chat with you about how I could help you out. That is perfect, Rob.
1: Thank you so very much, my friend. It's been a pleasure to have you here. And I hope uh, our listeners will put this to use because I know that it's actually one of those things that really matters a great deal to them and their families.
2: Yeah, well, thank thank you you guys so
1: much.
0: This is Motivational Monday by by Jim Jim and and Lucy. Lucy.
1: Follow our podcast.
0: And check out our website, jimandlucywoods.com.